it's all about balance. If you could, you know, take an hour every day to interact with fans, you know, post a video, comment on it, um, DM people that you're interested in their work, find out what they're up to, stuff like that. Hey guys, welcome to episode 9 of Box Talk. I'm your host, Mikey Sheets, and today's guest is Comet. So I met Comet um, last year at um, Ill Minds Past Ox event. Just sat down and talked about his early musical influences, how he met Wildcard back in college, and who was a previous uh, guest on the podcast, and how he formed a group like-minded. We talked about his experience uh, performing live for the first time, and his lessons he learned from that. And we talked about his workflow, how he makes music, and his philosophy on just putting yourself out there, not being afraid of what others might think of your music music and just see what happens so here we go guys this is episode nine of ox talk with comet so tell me like how'd you stumble upon music man like how'd you find your passion or your love for uh, making music um well it started probably when i was in the fourth grade i was actually in the band at school no way yeah some dude how was that it was crazy um some guy came into my class and he showed off a bunch of instruments and he said, uh, check these out, guys. We're going to have a music program now. I think it might have been the first year that they had it in my school. Mm-hmm. And I saw the trumpet and I was like, this looks interesting. And he started playing the Simpsons theme song. No and way. I was like, whoa, this is pretty sick. <laughs> and I, I gave it a shot. And yeah. then from then all the way like through college, I played the trumpet. No way. Yeah. So like, I guess it really sparked a musical interest in me <laughs> yeah what was, what was what was next after that man after making the band and everything um after that well i was always interested in hip-hop probably more sixth grade-ish yeah that was when 50 cent came out with get rich or die trying <laughs> mm-hmm. and that, that was really my jam and uh me and my friend from elementary school we would um, rap like basically the whole album no way and, yeah and we would like write our own raps and i found yeah. one of them um like i saved it all these years and it's like really bad and like super atl style because that's what <laughs> i was into also <laughs> it was like a little john record written by this little kid from queens like, that's sick so random yeah yeah so that was, that was where i started with hip-hop did you have a favorite artist growing up yeah uh definitely like it's kind of random, and I, I'm sure that my favorite artists weren't really the most popular ones, but I really liked Ludacris. He was one of my tops. Um, I, I loved Lil John. Yeah. <laughs> so, In the club. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, right? I just really liked the like turn-up kind of style. Okay. I just thought it was really energetic and cool. And uh, I also like lyrical people like mm. 50 cent for example and uh i didn't start getting into eminem really until high school but okay. uh yeah those were really my main people mostly atlanta type rapper oh i really like jeezy too do you feel like that made a big influence on the music you're making now like on your sound um yeah like i would say i don't have an accent or anything like that but I really like the Atlanta accent, like that Southern drawl. So sometimes like messing around, I'll throw that in there. Mm-hmm. But And it, I guess you could say it gives me that kind of a flavor to my music. But uh, other than that, um, I just I like the New York boom bappy sound. So I don't mm-hmm. know if I would say Atlanta hip hop, which was my favorite. 
Uh, yeah. I don't know if it really influenced my music, but it definitely had somewhat of an impact. Um, okay. like at least what I consider to be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And how long were you making music for? Um, I started recording. And the only reason why I know this is because I put uh, my first song on YouTube and it appeared to be 2012. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was when I started actually recording. Yeah. And um, I started off, I... I bought this microphone that a friend of mine, uh, Small Boss, shout out Small Boss from Long Island. Mm. He showed me this microphone. He was my first friend to ever record raps. And this was probably elementary school that he started doing it. Oh, wow. He was at it early. And he's a little younger than me, too. Mm-hmm. So he, he definitely started uh, yeah, earlier than me. But anyway, he showed me a mic. I bought that mic. And it had this program called Cakewalk. <laughs> I don't know if you've oh, heard of it. Yeah, I heard of that. Yeah, it's, it's way not, back, bro. Exactly. It's <laughs> not. It wasn't good for me. I didn't even know what I was doing. And I'll send this to you later, but uh, I'll show you my first song that I recorded. And it sounds so bad, like peaks through the roof. <laughs> it was like in a mountainous range. <laughs> That's how many peaks. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, dude. I, I'm really curious. Like, um, Wildcard, Sam was on this podcast too. I loved his and episode. How, how did you meet up with him? So we met in college actually. And mm-hmm. um, he, a, a mutual friend of ours, this kid, Matt, MC Mathematic. I remember Matt, uh, he shouted him out last episode too. <laughs> so our stories are consistent. <laughs> but um, yeah, he, uh, I visited him a bunch of times in his dorm. And through there, uh, Sam was in the same hallway so I used to see Sam and we used to chop it up a little bit freestyle here and there. And then, um, then I haven't seen him for a while. And then I think when we linked up again was when I had this music video outside and I needed someone to film it. And I remembered Sam was into music and film and all that. So I hit him up and he was down. And then like from then on, Basically, we've been in touch and, you know, and then we came up with like-minded together. Yeah. Um, yeah, That was about two years ago that really like we rekindled our relationship, you could say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And last last year was your first live performance? Yes. September, we performed live. It was definitely a learning experience. We had a lot of fun and a lot of our friends came through to support. It was a super cool time. Um, But yeah, definitely that was our first show. And we actually have a new one coming up. Quick plug, <laughs> February 15th. Hey. Yeah, we're going to be performing with a bunch of different artists. So uh, it's not so much about us, but like it's just uh, m- like there's many people there, unlike mm. the last show. Yeah. What did, what did you learn coming for after your uh, first performance, performing live for the first time? Like what was your big takeaway from that? Um, so the thing with that was there was a lot of technical difficulties that we had not anticipated. And I don't think we really knew much about performing live. Me personally, I had done a few open mics and I've performed like that's not a Mm. problem. Um, But I just I wasn't prepared, I guess you could say. And I assumed the place it's a venue that's having artists come over to perform like you guys are going to be prepared. Right. But they kind of weren't. (laughs) And a friend of mine, uh, Chris Mano, who's really big into music as well, he was telling me, like, dude, you got to be prepared. You got to have Mike. You got to have this. You got to have that. And I was like, I didn't even think of that. Like, I assumed I'd be good being at this place, you know. Right. But, yeah, it was that was the biggest lesson that I got from it. Always be prepared um, for anything to go down that might uh, negatively impact the performance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
what are your goals for uh, 2019 for like-minded and even for yourself as a, as a solo artist? Sure. So for myself personally, um, mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to, my goal was to work on music for at least an hour every day. Okay. Um, and I'd say for the most part, I've done that. I, at one point I was making a song in an hour every day for only several days. And that was kind of hard to keep up with because mm-hmm. you run out of ideas or so. So here and there I work on lyrics uh, here and there. I work on a beat. So I kind of mm-hmm. mix and match. But anyway, my goal would probably be to put songs out fairly frequently, like mm-hmm. at least one every two to three weeks um, and collab with as many artists as possible. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and just, yeah, work with other people, get to know people. Yeah, like, yeah, I feel it's really important to, like, because sometimes you can feel like you're just kind of isolated mm-hmm. in your studio all day. And going out there and meeting new people and collaborating, I feel like it's really important. It's it kind cute. of helps you creatively too, right? Yeah, like, people learn from you and you learn from them. It's just a great, like, mutually beneficial thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and then I was going to mention for like-minded, I would say that our goal is similar, put, put out music fairly frequently and also continue with our cypher that we did for the first time uh what like i think it was september mm-hmm. and uh, that went really well we had it did we had way more reception than we ever would have thought for mm-hmm. like a group that just came out months ago that's awesome yeah, we had a great uh a great amount of entries and they were really all really talented rappers mm-hmm. So that's another thing. I think that would be like one of my main focuses, definitely keeping that cypher going because yeah. it's such a great opportunity. It reminded me of like an ill mind past the ox kind of thing where it's like all these artists coming together and we're all talking and we're vibing together, giving critiques. That was another thing that was big. We were definitely giving like in-depth uh, critiques about the works that we were seeing because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times people are just like flame emoji. Right. Like actually be like, Oh, that bar was really good. Or I would work on your flow or I loved, uh, you know, the way, I don't know, just stuff like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's definitely helpful to have that creative feedback. For sure. I wish I had that, you know, like starting off too. That would have been really helpful. So how did you learn making music, man? Like, cause like back in the day, like it was kind of hard cause you were like, you don't really know many people that make music and stuff. So how did you learn? Yeah, um, I really didn't growing up know too many people involved in music as much mm-hmm. as I was, um, aside from my friend Small Boss, like I mentioned. Yeah. Um, so I, I would say that being in the band all those years gave me like this musical sense. I don't know how to explain it, mm-hmm. but I know what sounds good, at least musically, and what sounds bad. And I just go with whatever sounds good. And it seems like it's been working out. I actually haven't released all that much of my own music in general. Um, It's Mm. been a lot of either freestyle, like off the top freestyles, or just like messing around on on popular beats. Mm. I haven't, like I've only put out a project of six songs entirely made by me. And other than that, maybe five songs in total all made by me, produced and written and all that. So yeah. I really don't have like that much to draw from in terms of what people are thinking about my music. Yeah. But I would say like, obviously now I, I would be at the best that I've been. Um, and I'm just following what sounds good to me. That, that's- for sure. That's awesome, man. Like what's your, what's your workflow like? Like when you sit down for the first time mm. to make a, to make a song or make a beat, that's a good like what, what, what do you, uh, like what's your process like? Um, well, <laughs> I'm learning a little bit more every time. 
Mm-hmm. Now I would say that it definitely matters to have a clear space in front of me. I think I get a little bogged down and overwhelmed when there's things all over my desk. Yeah. So I try to have a good amount of space. I put on a uh, Google, I go on Google and I put on the timer mm-hmm. to make sure that I don't obsess over things because I have a tendency to overanalyze my own work. Mm-hmm. So I'll put a timer and I'll be like, look, only work on the beat for 30 minutes, only work on lyrics for 30 minutes or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. To keep myself kind of to a constraint that I'm not going too crazy. Um, and yeah, and in terms of like beat making, I'll just go in, either I have an idea in mind. And if I don't, I'll just, uh, I usually start with the piano. I'll throw Mm. the, um, keyboard plug in on logic. I use logic and I'll just start hitting keys. I use my, uh, (laughs) my actual keyboard, the little (laughs) magic keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't have, well, I have a, uh, a grand piano keyboard, uh, to the side of me, but, um, I haven't figured out the MIDI stuff yet. So I just use yeah. my actual keyboard and it's not bad. I just fiddle around. And then when I hear something good, I'll just run with that. So that's my beat making workflow. And in terms mm. of the lyrics, actually, um, I haven't heard of anyone doing this, so it might be interesting. Um, as I'm listening to the beat, I'll play it over and over again, kind of get a feel for like the pockets and where I want to, go with certain flows and I actually go on this website rhymezone.com and I search like usually like an end rhyme or a middle rhyme and I'll be like all right what word can I find that goes well with this so it expands my vocabulary as well because I'm like I'm figuring out words that go and also their meanings Mm -hmm. and so uh yeah and that that would be how I would go about writing my stuff so that's a general idea of what I do. Yeah, that's that's sick, man. Mm-hmm. And you, and do you do freestyles too, right? Yeah, I do off the top freestyles. I've been doing that for a while, probably since high school. Yeah, yeah, and I uh, I really enjoy that. I don't practice it all that much. Mm-hmm. So there are times where I'm getting really good, and then I just slow down, and I'm like, yeah. kind of bad again. <laughs> but at the very least, I focus uh-huh. on my flow. Like, yeah. I'm not saying all that much. I usually can flow well because I focus on like sounds and words. Mm-hmm. that go together with syllables yeah. that's awesome mm-hmm. like, do, do you feel like um do you feel like your ability to freestyle helps you when writing down lyrics for songs and stuff and raps uh well being that i mentioned that my freestyles go up and down mm-hmm. i would say that maybe in terms of coming up with bars no but okay. in terms of just like keeping me in the loop of like flow and stuff I would say, uh, yeah, that could help me with that because I could quickly come up with a flow, uh, jot jot down just words that don't make sense that right. go with that particular flow. Like so, the freestyling helps me think on my feet, and it also helps me, uh, or rather, my comedy sense, like my uh, my sense of humor, helps me also to mm-hmm. come up quickly with rhymes and lyrics. Yeah, speaking of that, man, like you you do skits too other than music yeah. also on Instagram. That's yeah. awesome, man. I like doing it all. Yeah, I started my YouTube channel actually in 2007. Hey, but I'm, nice. I'm like the least consistent person ever, man. Like that <laughs> for sure. My goal 2019, just be consistent because I've been doing this stuff so long, but it's almost as if I've been doing it only three years because if you add all those days together, it wouldn't be that much time. 
You know what I mean? So I could, you know, say all I want. Oh, I'm a veteran, I'm a vet, but I'm not. <laughs> like I worked on, you know, how could you be a veteran when you work on something once a week and then no- nothing for a month? And then it's just, not, sure. yeah, not a great uh, thing. So yeah. What helps you when you're like, gets running out of ideas and you're in a rut and you're trying to get out of that? Like what helps you to kind of, you know, uh, I guess get back into that creative like mindset? The thing is I actually never really quote unquote found a resolution to that. Yeah. Um, I kind of being that I'm so immersed in like the hip hop culture and everything, I hear podcasts, I watch videos, I look at beat stuff. So I'm always looking at something so maybe if I'm in a rut, as you, as you say, um, maybe I'll just, just so happen to watch some of these other things like content online and then my mind will change on certain things and then I'll be like, Oh, now I have something I could say or whatever. Yeah. But, um, I feel like for lyrics and stuff like that, I, I go through moments where I definitely feel like I have nothing to say. Mm -hmm. And so maybe I'll, now that I work on beats, um, maybe I'll just go to a beat. You know what I mean? I'll just, Oh yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I am involved in so many other things. I could afford to just not do that. Or even do your skits too. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that, saw the Kermit one. That was was hilarious. Yeah. The the sunflower Kermit. Thank you, man. Yeah. uh, Cover. It's pretty funny. I, I try to dabble in different things and, I'm going through like a testing phase on Instagram, what people okay. really respond well to. Um, I like doing the Kermit voice. If people like that, that's awesome. Like, then I'll just keep doing it. But for now, I'm d- just doing it like experimenting. Okay. Yeah. And I, I see like you like to interact with your fans a lot too, right? Mm-hmm. On Instagram. That's pretty cool, man. I'm definitely trying to find ways to interact with your fans and everything like that. So for sure. It's funny, man. You really like, mm-hmm. I can't kind of, I have somewhat of an obsessive personality in terms of uh just really anything i'm interested in so when like-minded was the page was rolling um i was getting really obsessed with it and i was just going in like interacting with fans left and right and on one hand it was great for the page and like our group and everything but on the other hand for me it was like making me not want to do anything else and i had to like take a back seat you know what i mean so um yeah. Uh, so that's, that's one dangerous thing For about sure. it. You have to be very involved, you know what I mean? Like stay on top of it, but it's all about balance. If you could, you know, take an hour every day to interact with fans, you know, post a video, comment on it, um, DM mm-hmm. people that you're interested in their work, find out what they're up to, stuff like that. Um, you know, limit yourself. So you, you're still doing it, but you're not taking up your whole free time you know yeah because you guys developed a really large fan like really loyal fan base it's just a short amount of time too yeah that's the thing we definitely did like i was constantly both of us were constantly reaching out to people saying like yo check out our cypher or commenting on their videos even and saying like oh this is dope like just checking mm-hmm. out new stuff and and then we just became fan uh, they became fans and we're we're just really friends with these people at this point, which is kind of crazy yeah. how it starts off you know and yeah, now we talk to these people all the time online. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Because like, why not? Because like social media and everything like that, there's no really excuse not to be that much in touch with your fans on that deep level, right? And be like friends with them, right? Yeah, it's like changed the whole dynamic of communication in general. Yeah. It's pretty sick, yeah. And like, I feel like um the people or rather the producers we aspire to 
and um and everything like they're so accessible just on twitter just tweet them or like instagram just dm them they're so accessible it's insane right yeah it's pretty cool man yeah so yeah definitely try that stuff out man i mean work it mm-hmm. hit people up like you got to put yourself out there that's a big thing yeah for that sure i was I was definitely hesitant to for a while mm-hmm. putting myself out there but at this point i just don't care like yeah. i want as many people to hear my stuff as as possible mm-hmm. And whatever it takes, I'll do it, you know? For sure. Like, in the beginning, you were kind of hesitant to do that, right? In the beginning? Big time. Big time. Very nervous. Uh, I didn't want to be... the. Actually, the thing I was most nervous about was being a pest. Why? I, uh, I don't know. I just felt, like, self-conscious about mm-hmm. that. I was like, if I'm reaching out too many times to people, they'll be like, this guy's annoying. Because I've yeah. seen it from the other side. I've seen people constantly posting up stuff. And I was like, oh, this guy's annoying. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and now now I'm like realizing you kind of have to do that because mm-hmm. you know, how else are people going to know what you're up to like in terms of releasing stuff? You know? Yeah, that's true. Really the best way to get people to hear it is by being somewhat annoying, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like in the beginning when you're first starting out, you feel like you're so much in your head. Like, what do people think of me? Like, am I good enough? Mm-hmm, big time. Like during that um, oh my, pass Alex event in New York City. Right. When I got up there, when I got up there, I was like, oh my gosh! Like, <laughs> I, I felt like was I, am I good enough? You know, yeah, I, mean, dude, I, I was on my on my mind. And then once I hit play, I was like, oh, I can just like breathe. Yeah, weight was lifted. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just love that. What I mean, what were your thoughts on that whole experience? It, it was really inspiring because like I saw a bunch of people, different producers that like are really talented. Mm-hmm. And, I, and and then after that experience, I was like, yo, I gotta go back in the studio so I make music. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. And listening to the blap chats, I'm like, mm-hmm. every day I'm always inspired when I hear this these. Uh, podcast it's just great to have all that content and people who love doing what we're doing uh inspiring us you know for sure man that's one of the reasons why i started this podcast was for to for my guests to tell their story and have my audience be inspired be like yo like he's just like me for sure right and i like the one-on-one like that you don't really have on many podcasts there's usually Mm -hmm. like a big cast I yeah. like it more like an intimate conversation and it's more personable, I think. Yeah, I do too. But, yeah. I, I do too, man. And yeah. I, I'm also curious about like how you work with um, Sam, aka Wildcard. Like how do you guys work together? You guys, um, who does the beat or who does the lyrics? Sure. Um, so it started off, um, we we were doing the freestyle stuff. Yeah. And then I guess we just mutually decided like, why don't we make music? Like we're already doing freestyles. We might as well do that yeah and we've both been working on beats and uh i feel i think it was sam who had a beat Mm -hmm. and he was like i got an idea for a song let's do this and it was our song called arson the only song that we have out right now and he made the beat for that and we and uh he had a whole idea he had a chorus and everything and i was like all right and i just went with it yeah and uh then he came up with another song so we have that stashed uh from the winner of the like-minded cypher Mm -hmm. and i made a beat for the next like-minded cypher which will hopefully have uh end of february beginning of march okay and it kind of just flip-flops whoever has an idea sends over a beat to someone else yeah one of us you know what i mean so uh it's just however we're feeling at the time okay But, but the cool thing is like-minded really reigns true like the name yeah 
yeah, we'll wind up being on the same page almost all the time. Like, here's this beat. Uh, what do you think? Oh, yeah. dude, this is amazing. Like, we're always saying that to each other's beats and and giving good feedback and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it, it works out. Like, it's it doesn't feel like work. It's just we're it's just fun, right? Yeah, that dude. That's super rare too to find. That's, I mean, that's so it hard is. to find in someone else as a as a, as a partner and when you're producing with each yeah. other. And it, it was you know it just came on a whim. Like mm-hmm. the, like I said, the first time we started talking again for a while was when I was just like. I reached out to a friend for a music video help. Yeah. And, and then out of nowhere, we realized like we're doing the same exact thing. Right, like, right. And we kind of motivated each other because it's like we both really didn't have anything on and popping like crazy. And now we, we're pushing each other to. It's ridiculous. To yeah. And go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see, I see you guys like working like so super hard. It inspires me too when I see that. For you know sure. what I mean? Dude, definitely like uh, promote your podcast more, man. And more sure. people to hear about this. Yeah. And, you know, gather some guests from past the Ox. That's an awesome idea. That's, that's cool, man. It's like, it's like when I interview my guests and af- afterwards, I, I definitely go back and like listen to it like multiple times, kind of like do little gems here and there so I can learn sure. in a way. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Like you, you don't, you know, you, you can't be a hundred percent fulfilled until you hear what someone else, someone else's angle on something sure. everyone's got a different point of view and it's really interesting to hear yeah and what's not really talked about in the music space really is feeling that you're not alone because mm. sometimes you can feel that way when you're like producing music by yourself in your, be- in, your in your bedroom you know what i mean like people out there are going through the same thing you're going through exactly yeah and it's refreshing to hear i didn't hear any of that stuff before i heard about blap chat and yeah. i only heard about that through sam oh really <laughs> yeah he's the one who told me about it and and me about past the ox and everything and i was like who's ill mind what's this <laughs> yeah, yeah that was gonna ask you like how'd you be how'd you get to know your mind yeah. yeah yeah that's awesome bro i know i know and i hadn't listened to podcasts really at all mm-hmm. now i'm listening to blab chat all the time i've heard majority of the episodes not all of them yeah and uh other than that i watched just like beat beat making videos on youtube uh-huh. like deconstructed genius okay yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm just like always, uh, the th- thing that, re- that I did most consistently with, uh, with my interest in hip hop, I would always go on hotnewhiphop.com. Hey, like ever hey. since it existed. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. And I like kind of go on it religiously. Like I'm on it every day, always keeping up with what's going on. Not even just because I want to stay relevant and like use those tips. Right. It's mostly just, I'm so interested in it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like that yeah. is just genuine, genuine interest. Well, what's something that you learned that you really feel like really like helped you out when you were first starting out making beats and writing lyrics and everything? Mm-hmm. Something that I learned. Yeah. Like I said, it's tough because I've only started learn quote unquote learning stuff since mm-hmm. I, was you know in touch with ill mind and yeah chat and all that that was when i was really understanding that everyone is involved in this other than that i was pretty much alone working on stuff right and like showing people who aren't in music my music and i'd be like what do you think like i didn't even really know <laughs> producers or like yeah. it was kind of like a random thing so i don't know if it, it's tough to think of something that i learned along the way i guess mm-hmm. uh, i guess it was just i was keeping up with it to some extent. And, yeah. uh, and then I started noticing, like I developed my own cadence and flow kind of thing and kind of just ran with that. But it wasn't one particular thing that really like catapulted me into like knowing things. Yeah. What advice would you give someone just, just like starting out? Um, 
I would say now all that I know, I would say mm-hmm. definitely consistency is key. Big, big, big thing. Um, if you're starting making beats, make terrible beats and enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know? For sure. Like, uh, don't be afraid if it sounds bad. Don't be afraid if your content isn't great. Just keep working. I'd say every single day, just for a little bit, at least every single day, because I've never, you know, it's kind of like a practice what you preach thing. I've never really done that, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping like to speak it into existence kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Stay consistent um, and watch like YouTube tutorials. Like it's amazing how far we've come with that. For like, sure. all, our, all our answers that we're looking for are on YouTube. On YouTube. YouTube. It's unreal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's incredible. And, yeah. Use the resources you have, you know? So that's it. Be consistent and use all your resources. Mm-hmm. Never say, oh, you know, I can't do anything about this. Look it up, man. Like, right. Be lazy, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. It's been fun, man. Yeah. Thanks for, for sure. coming on, bro. Thank you for having me, man. It's been great. Definitely. Nice to talk to you. Is, it, is there anything you want to plug in? Sure. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram at Yo Comet, Y O C O M E T. I also have YouTube. You could search Yo Comet. Well, basically everything is Yo Comet. <laughs> SoundCloud, Twitter, everything. Snapchat. Nice. And, uh, and like minded, follow us as well. Like minded, L Y K M Y N D Y D. And we have a lot of music coming out. So be on the lookout on our Instagrams and uh, we'll advertise that constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Dope. Yeah. Thank you, man. It's been a pleasure, man. It's great to be on this. Cool. All right, bro. Take care, man. Thank you, dude. Take care. Have a good night. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. This is episode nine of Ox Talk with Comet. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, let me know. Screenshot your phones, tag me on Instagram, and let me know what you thought about it. And I'm definitely looking forward to hearing guys' feedback on the podcast. All right, guys, that was it. That was episode nine of Ox Talk with Comet. And I'll see you guys next week.